help improve your business? Is it innovative? Is it the best practice? Then I will talk about it. Good morning, my dear friend. I'm sure you couldn't wait for a new Saturday so you can listen to your favorite program. This means business on Kalak FM 94.5. I'm your lovely host, Makibi Gertrude Pisangitan. If this is your first time listening, This Means Business is a weekly program produced on Kalak FM every Saturday at this time and aired or rebroadcasted if you want. Same time tomorrow, of course on Tuesday and Thursday also from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. It is focused on business, sharing best practices, new trends, business information, especially on finance, the economy, entrepreneurship, and finally, the business English. English because not only is it the most used language in the business world, it's also fancy and it makes you sound smart even if you're not saying anything relevant. (laughs) Yeah, so we make full package just for you. Talking about we, the team keeping you company this morning, other than my lovely self, is... Marcella Moko, who says to general supervision, Richard Unanena, who coordinates the program, Josiane Moini, my chill pill for moral support and for technical support, no other person than Michelle Esomba. Let's get a musical break and when we come back, we will start distributing gifts. No, I'm just kidding. Let's just take a musical break. You're tuned to Kalak FM 94.5 and it is your educative, informative and inspiring program, This Means Business, a one-of-a-kind business show on radio. Let's get into the first lot of the day, which is did you know and make some discoveries about cryptocurrency. Now, crypto cryptocurrency is a virtual currency usually in units or coins which is nowadays used as a medium of exchange by so many people bitcoin which is the most popular out of the more than 5000 types of cryptocurrencies that exist is used by both young and old people worldwide as a matter of fact even though only used online it can be used to purchase goods and services and some people invest in it just like they would in other assets or stocks we spoke with a Cameroonian in the US who trades with Bitcoin he told us what one can purchase with Bitcoin why he prefers to trade with it and the disadvantage that anyone can suffer trading let's take a listen there are a lot of things now you can buy with Bitcoin you can buy like a uh an airplane ticket with Bitcoin. Then you can also like buy uh, a car, for example, Tesla. Tesla now accepts a Bitcoin payment. And then uh, you can also buy uh, food. There are some stores in USA that accept a payment by Bitcoin. Then uh, you can also buy Bitcoin with Bitcoin to invest, like to purchase uh, uh, investments in the real estate sector, and also like uh, people now also use Bitcoin to like, for example, there's this club, the Maverick, you can use to buy tickets to watch uh, the NBA, also, or Microsoft also after Bitcoins like to buy video games and other stuffs. Yeah. Okay. Why I do prefer to trade with Bitcoin rather than bank cards or e-transfer? Firstly, Bitcoin transactions now are very quick and fast. Immediately you effectuate a transaction, 
it takes less than 30 minutes for the uh, for the receiver to get the coin so it makes transaction faster bitcoin has also made the movement of cash for example or cash transaction faster for example if i want to send money to cameroon i just send bitcoin to the to the person in cameroon and he delivers cash immediately so cash transactional has become more faster with bitcoin trading and the rest let let's let's i forgot another advantage of bitcoin over credit cards transaction or e-bank it saves it saves a lot of um, charges fees so with bitcoin uh trading it saves it saves uh transaction fees bitcoin is better than uh bank cards and the rest because bank cards charge a lot of fees so with bitcoin transactions the the charges are a little bit low of disadvantages as also in using bitcoin uh the first disadvantage is that uh if you if you don't securely uh, like if you don't secure your bitcoin wallet well it can easily be hacked into bitcoin trading or using bitcoin is risky too because of uh, uh, bitcoin you can easily like lose it loses value sometimes as well as gains value because bitcoin can there's what we call dumping and pumping bitcoin can just rise from let's say from forty thousand to fifty thousand then drops back from fifty thousand to thirty thousand so it fluctuates a lot so you have to be very careful trading with bitcoin so bitcoin has its own disadvantage in the sense that um, uh, the price fluctuates a lot. It is no secret that Cameroon is a hugger and has opened her arms widely to embrace electronic payments like mobile money, e-bank transfers, and for those who understand it, Bitcoin. The cryptocurrency community in Cameroon, however, is really small compared to other African countries like Nigeria. Just like others, there is a no regulatory body for cryptocurrency, even worldwide. The Cameroon government did try to make discoveries for herself with the cryptocurrency test. Was it test or tester? I don't I don't remember. You should you should Google it and leave a comment on the Facebook page at this means business. Tell me which cryptocurrency Cameroon tried to make a test with. Am I queen of publicity or what? Anyway, back to our discovery. We asked uh, the same questions to a Cameroonian based in Cameroon, Yaoundé to be precise, what he buys with Bitcoin, why he prefers using it, and the disadvantage to it. Let's take a listen. Okay, what can you purchase with Bitcoin? Well, basically, you can only buy the things uh, uh, um, if you want to buy from a place where they accept Bitcoin that's basically the only place where you can buy from because there are shops that accept them but I know that there are very few just like two or three supermarkets in Yaoundé that actually accept Bitcoin yeah but you can buy with Bitcoin in any place where they accept Bitcoin as a payment method yeah, it is much. It is much more in the Western world where uh, almost uh, all companies are now adopting crypto with, for receiving payments, because basically um, Bitcoin is a crypto. It's a cryptocurrency. It's just like money is equivalent to crypto, and then dollars, CFA, euro are, are actually those the sub currencies so bitcoin is just one of them there is ethereum there is litecoin there is altcoin there is dogecoin there are over 50 coins so you can buy with these coins depending on the partnerships they have with the different companies you're buying from but i prefer to trade with bitcoin because it is 24 7 first of all the it is a decentralized banking system whereby there is no record of the stuff that you're doing for example your your money is not very much regulated by banks you know generally when you do transactions um they are they are always they are always limits like i was hearing i guess it's just a rumor or something there's an amount of money you can no longer deposit in certain banks in cameroon unless you need to bring it uh, something to justify or whatsoever or whatsoever so with bitcoin you can actually avoid all of those kind of hurdles so you can 
buy and exchange you can someone can send you bitcoins from the united states and you receive it here and sell it because there are those uh there are these guys who buy bitcoin like they are traders actually who trade in bitcoin who are constantly buying and reselling and all that so i prefer to use it because first of all there, there are no regulations on top of it and then secondly it is 24 7 you can you can make payments on on sundays any day two o'clock in the night anytime you receive your money anytime you can you can easily actually uh, uh, swap because there are websites where you can you can change the money in your card into bitcoin i mean yeah it is very it is a very flexible uh, uh, payment method so i'll prefer bitcoin over cash or banks or any other uh, um, i don't know banking system yeah there are, there are disadvantages of using bitcoin because actually it is it is a currency that is not very stable when it comes to um uh, its value because the value actually changes every second maybe before i started recording this bitcoin was worth fifty thousand, and maybe in the next two hours it's going to be worth 45 or maybe 55 so you can buy bitcoin and it actually loses value you can buy bitcoin let's say you buy bitcoin for 100,000 francs and you wake up tomorrow morning if the value has dropped you have less than 100,000 francs if the value has increased you have more than 100,000 francs so that is one of the disadvantages of using it the value is not as stable as if you have your 100,000 in your pocket tomorrow morning you wake up with still the same 100,000 another disadvantage is using bitcoin is if you don't actually master how it works you will easily get scammed because they are they are generally when you want to sell bitcoin to someone in a virtual market what happens is this person okay they might tell you they are going to send you bitcoin when they send the bitcoin and it's loading you're going to uh, um you're going to send them the money but now they are web they are, they are, they are applications they are their wallets like blockchain where if someone sends you money and they make it in a way that they don't put it as a priority because when you send bitcoin and put priority on it it's like a vip sending it's like a vip transfer which is done faster but now if someone sends your money and put very little charges um the miners who actually process this discharges because when you send bitcoin it actually goes through many processes if you if you, if you had sent if you have sent bitcoin before you're going to see that when you send a bitcoin it has to complete like it has to confirm in six different places on six different servers so now there are miners who actually confirm this thing so when you are sending bitcoin and you're putting a very small transfer fee the miners will not care to use to to take your transaction for example and then your your, your coins are, are are not going to go so there are people who intentionally send you coins put very they wait when the transaction fees are very small and when they send it like that when the thing stays for many hours let's say 24 to 48 hours and the, and there's no miner that has taken it it's going to bounce back and go back to the wallet so you can actually send bitcoin to someone and it doesn't go through so there are many scams in this so that's like one of them that i was trying to explain so that's another disadvantage of using bitcoin but you just need to master it <laughs> i guess no uh, monetary system is perfect though but i'll say bitcoin is the best so far that is so true for most Cameroonians who do not understand Bitcoin or any cryptocurrency for that matter, they think that those who trade with it are scammers. Of course not. That is false news. Fake news. Such a lie. Even though there are scammers in everything nowadays. I mean, people are losing money. Anyway, anyway. Well, I, my lovely self, of course, recommend that you use bitcoin for trading or even invest in it dun 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 <laughs> i'm sorry i'm being funny back to seriousness okay well i'll tell you this cryptocurrency as they go by and as the world becomes more of a digital village will be used by more people in the near future but if you must trade I suggest you do a thorough background check and understand the risk involved before you start trading. Yes, Cameroon has no regulation for it. BIAC, the Central Bank for Central African States, have not banned it. So, wait, I need a lawyer for this. Does that mean it is legal? 
I can use it? Well, I mean, considering that Cameroon tested it, maybe, maybe not. However, there are professional brokers in the country that you can consult face-to-face. -face. I think somewhere around Obey, you can find some people to consult and they're going to give you all the gist concerning Bitcoin. So, bonus discovery, Namibia banned Bitcoin. South Africa, just a few days ago, issued another warning, strike two. They said it's a real anarchy. Anyway, do you do your research, just do your research and be wise in your dealings. You don't want to crumble with the disadvantages of Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies, but I'm sure you want to enjoy the benefits. So beware, be vigilant. Well, on did you know that's what I had to blab about today? Don't go anywhere. We will be right back for the business English lesson. Michelle, please help us digest this information with great music. If you're just joining us, you are tuned to your favorite radio show of all time. This means business on Clack FM 94.5. And you are late. So listen tomorrow again, okay? From 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Or Tuesday and Thursday from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. Don't forget to like our Facebook page, ask your questions, make suggestions, and get in touch with us for your business ads, okay? You know how I like to spice things up. So go to the page. If I should do it right now. Open Facebook. No, that's not Facebook. Facebook. Facebook Live, Live is preferable. Yeah, click on it. Yeah, go to search at This Means Business. There you have it. Now click on the like button. You can scroll down to see the other programs, to see the post we're making that relates to business. Yeah. No, okay. Put your phone down and listen to me, okay? It's time for business. Let's talk business. If you want to talk business also, you can also leave a comment uh, on the comment section or you can ask any question you want. I respond. I respond ASAP. You want to talk about your business on radio? Give me a Leave a message and we will talk about it. Whatever business is it, whatever business it is, if it's benefit is if it's beneficial, leave me a comment. We will definitely talk about it. It's time for a next slot, the business English lesson. The thing about English is it makes you sound smart, even if you're not saying anything important or relevant. And in whatever accent you speak English. People will want to listen to you because it's such a beautiful language. That's why I have this short lesson to teach you business English, which will boost your confidence in the workplace. We're starting a new series, yeah? Uh, a few weeks ago, we had the first series on negotiations. I'm sure you were following and I'm sure you're now king or queen of negotiations where you work. Am I right? Oh, am I right? <laughs> So this week, we're talking about emails. A few episodes ago, we talked about emails, how to write uh, the heading, introduction, body, and conclusion. Today, we'll go a little bit deep. Uh, today, we'll go a little bit deeper and tell you what exactly you could say. I mean, now you know how you should present a, an email properly. But what exactly should you say? So heading is the part that says subject just below your email address. There's subject. So that's the heading. If you are applying for a job, either you write the position you're applying for or simply your request. For example, managing director, an application for a job. Managing director, 
an application for a job or you can you can just go applying for the position of a managing director applying for the position of a managing director personally i prefer the second but others most busy people will prefer the first because it helps them sort their mails you know when you have all the so many mails you don't know where to start if the person is looking to uh, if the person wants to hire you and they see um, managing director they're curious okay but a more preferable way to to write it is to say job application the position of a managing director when they see job application or managing director then okay you're a potential employee and they'll click on your mail and they'll read it so let me repeat again you can either go managing director an application for a job managing director an application for a job or job application the position of managing director job application to uh, colon the position of a managing director or you can simply go applying for the position of a managing director now your introduction this is the first thing you say when you start your message when you start your your email always start with the greetings i love i think it's polite when you start your email greeting people for example hello there good morning sir or madam good morning sir or madam hello mr and then you put in the person's last name. Hello, Mr. Mr. Sumba, for example. Hello, Mr. Sumba. Or you go with the old, dear sir, dear Susan, dear Mr. Is let's use Michelle's name, dear Mr. Sumba. Okay. And in the case where you don't know the person you're writing to, you could say. To whom it may concern. To whom it may concern. Now you can use this when you have a request for a company and you're not sure who to whom your message will be forwarded to. You just go to whom it may concern and then you put down your request after having written your heading. That's the subject, of course. Now the closing statement. You can say, to end your email when you're done with the body, to end your email, you can say cordially, cordially, or best wishes, best wishes, or warm greetings, warm greetings, best regards, best regards, or my favorite, kind regards kind regards now that was all i had for you on the business english lesson today i hope you retain it i was giving you a few phrases or few words that you can use you can insert into your email that at the heading that is the subject the introduction that is the greetings and the conclusion that is pushing farewell and i gave a tip I'll tell you the best tips that I selected, which will be good for you to, to apply. When you have to put uh, in your subject and you're applying for a job, it's preferable to go job application, the position of a managing director. Job application, colon, the position of a managing director. And if you have to introduce your, your email, you start with greetings. You can say, hello there hello there and if you do not know the person you're writing to you just simply go to whom it may concern to whom it may concern but it's really preferable to use people's names you know especially when you know who they are just go with your names hello mr isumba dear isumba oh dear michelle you know it's i prefer name callings not name calling like insulting no i prefer using people's names because they identify to it immediately okay and for closing you can use best wishes warm greetings or my personal favorite kind regards now let's take another bar of music when we come back 
we are going to get informed with the business news. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back again. If you're just tuning in, you're tuned to This Means Business on Clark FM 94.5 and it's time for us to move to the business news. The Minister of Finance, Luis Paul Motazi, on March 16, 2021, revealed that Cameroon has obtained debt remissions estimated at 695.5 billion francs CFA. It is an accumulation from June 22, 2006, when the first debt reduction development contract was signed with France. Thanks to these remissions, under C2D, Cameroon was able to fund programs and projects in focus areas such as agriculture and rural development, infrastructure and urban development, sectorial budgetary support, governance and capacity building. According to the minister, by the end of the third C2D in 2025, signed in 2016, Cameroon would have obtained 976.4 billion francs CFA of debt remissions from France. Still during the 14th session of the Steering and Monitoring Committee of the Debt Reduction Development Contracts, Cameroon is negotiating another temporary suspension of the payment of its debts to France under the Debt Service Suspension Initiative, DSSI, decided in G20 countries and the Paris Club. This was hinted by the French ambassador to Cameroon, Christophe Gilu, though the volume of debt Cameroon was supposed to repay France for the 2021 fiscal year has not been published. We do know that between May 1 and December 31, 2020, the debt was at 72.6 billion francs CFA. Cameroon's Debt Recovery Agency, SRC, will auction four buildings in Douala and Yaoundé. According to credible sources, the proceeds from the auctions will be used to repay the customers of several banks that went bankrupt in the last in the late 80s and 90s. These include Bank Camerounais de Développement, Crédit Agricole du Cameroun, and Bank Meridien Biao Cameroun. The Minister of the Economy has announced that Cameroon and the United Kingdom has signed the post-Brexit agreement that will govern trade between the two countries. According to the Minister, the new trade agreement is a real opportunity to strengthen economic and diplomatic relations between Cameroon and UK. Thanks to it, they will certainly continue their trade relations after the withdrawal of the United Kingdom from the European Union Brexit on December 31, 2020. Cameroon could resume its pre-pandemic growth according to an economic outlook recently published by the African Development Bank. According to the report, the country experienced a recession with minus 2.4% growth in 2020 due to the coronavirus pandemic. Cameroon could record 3.5% economic growth in 2021 and 4% in 2022. Inflation was stabilized around 2.3% in 2021 and 2022, below the 3% threshold by the CIMAC. BIAC is currently finalizing its project for the issuance of new banknotes and coins in Semak region. 
This issuance was approved on October 2, 2019 by the Ministerial Committee of the Central African Monetary Union, UMAC. Days ago, images of a new series of banknotes were posted on some online platforms. However, as the images were not officially confirmed by the central bank, there is no certainty whether they truly depict the new series or they are just samples, samples on which the central bank worked in the framework of the project since 2019. Good morning, beautiful people. It's Saturday and you are listening to Sweet FM 98.5.
thank you so much that you joined us and thank you so much that you've been listening since the beginning and now we've reached the last segment of the day which is the B talk and I will talk to you about the effects of online payment. Coronavirus is really a big problem for all of us. I must applaud as humans though because we didn't let the disease defeat us. We are still combating it in your face corona. While it gave us a hard blow it actually helped us embrace new technology, especially when it comes to financial technology, aka fintech. It is easy to buy and sell products online. While some businessmen and women advertise their business online and accept mobile money payments offline in Cameroon, of course, others integrated directly to their website like ekiosk for example ekiosk is an online platform that allows you buy newspapers and magazines and at cheaper prices than you would buy from um from a stand for or from a news kiosk they have integrated three payment methods on their platform paypal um mtn mobile money and orange money all you need to do is create an account when you have one you can pay directly and immediately and receive access to the paper immediately yes i know right it's that simple for those who want life to be much easier for them this is a solution it saves time it saves money and today on your favorite program this means business where we share best practices and tips like I earlier said, I will tell you the effects of online payments on your business. Don't go anywhere. payment affect your business let's talk about the positive ways it will affect your business number one it will help you reach a global audience when you integrate online payment people can purchase your product from anywhere in the world like the example i gave e-kiosk if i want if i go to nigeria and i want to have access to a newspaper in cameroon all i have to do is go to e-kiosk and purchase it i have created my account I have um, PayPal or with um, the mobile money operators making making it easier for you to tra uh, carry out transactions in and out of the country. I can pay with my mobile money account and then I get access to the newspaper that I want. So it's a, it's a plus. It's beneficial to me um, because I get access. I'm a client. I get access to a newspaper and it be it's beneficial to e-kiosk because they get global audience people can buy from anywhere in the world and number two it reduces costs and buy time nothing gets bad online well except virus attacks but no it will save you time because you won't always have to be there to sell but you can come from time to time daily preferably to check it out and see how business is going online you're free from car breakdown you're free from transportation costs you're free from natural disasters like maybe the rain is falling and you can't carry out a transaction because you can't go to the bank because it's raining or they said it's locked down and you can't go anywhere. Maybe no one is allowed to move because it's locked down. You can carry out your transactions online and you gain more time for yourself and family while your business is booming. So while you're busy selling your product or services online with online um, payment integrated to your website, and your customers are busy collecting and they're happy everything is going smooth and free and nicely you get time to spend with your family you get alone time and your business is still booming isn't that just awesome now let's move to the third reason why online payment is beneficial for your business it spares you from coronavirus 
Now, when you receive payments online, you free yourself from physical contact with people who may or may not be infected by coronavirus. I dare to say it keeps you healthy because you won't go around touching germs or bacteria or viruses just lying around. No, it keeps you healthy. It keeps you safe. To sum it all up, Online, uh, online payments are faster, easier, the save time, could help increase sales, low label costs, speed up transaction as, as you get a wider audience and most importantly, to sum it all up, online, payment, online payments are faster, easier, Save time could help you increase your sales as you get a wider audience and most importantly, boost your business. I mean, low label cost, your transaction are being speed up. However, there is a downside to this. For example, scam. As more and more people get used to this payment method, scammers take it as an opportunity. Cyber criminality, if you want. They could hack into your system and steal codes, maybe bank cards, customer information, ID. And then before you know it, your customers are complaining. They're writing articles up and down about your website saying, your website is a scam. I bought products from your website and then my account went to balance 000 or minus something. I don't know. You get it? Like... There's a lot of scam and people, some people are just mean. They're going to hack into your account and they're going to take your money. So you should be careful. Uh, secondly, technical problems. You know, um, imagine your platform is booming, sales are increasing and suddenly, bam, everything crashes because of a virus. You lose a lot of money. Imagine all the money that you invested in creating your website. Imagine all the money that you invested in your products or your services. And then one day, it is infested by viruses that you don't know where they come from. So that is a huge inconvenience. Now, another thing that is inconvenient for the client is the fees. It's usually in high in some platforms of course for transactions imagine your product costs ten thousand francs whatever the cost whatever the cost may be you must pay charges for that operation for that matter it could discourage some people from buying imagine i have a store just beside me and they sell maybe um uh, mobile money trans maybe they, there's a mobile money uh shop there and i can just Take a stroll and go there. But because I want everything easier, I'm coming to your platform. And then I want to do the transaction on your platform. And the fees are extremely high. My, that is, that is just huge. That is, it might discourage a lot of clients. So you don't want that. Or you want to be a little bit considerate with your fees. Another disadvantage is that without internet connection <laughs> one cannot carry out a transaction properly i mean there's so many times when we don't have any internet connection either it's so slow or it is not available at all and you find yourself reloading and reloading and reloading and then you have to pay for a transaction or you have to do a transaction two times that means you will lose money. I mean, that's just discouraging for some people. So, and this is, is inevitable because your business is separate, except you want to create a telecommunications company. No, it's, it's separate. And it's in Cameroon, especially, it's inevitable. So you should just know that. However, I will still recommend online payment, not just because I use it, but let me explain to you how it can help you or how you can go about it successfully without hitches or minimizing, you know, losses and stuff. Don't go anywhere.
Welcome back. If you're just joining us, you're tuned to Kalak FM 94.5 and it is your favorite program. This means business and I am your host, Makibe Gertrude Bisongetang. Today on the B Talk, we're talking about the effects of online payments on your business and I gave you advantages and disadvantages. Now I'm giving you my recommendation because I believe it's still important that you integrate online payments into your business online so the first thing to go about it successfully is train your employee train yourself now technology updates every day so you should train yourself every day you should learn every day you should teach your employees every day teach them about cyber criminality teach them about how to you know prevent the platform from attacks like maybe viruses and stuff teach them how to teach them everything that concerns the platform how to protect it how to manage it teach them everything and then you can guarantee to some extent that you will be saved from the problems or the disadvantages that i mentioned earlier secondly protect customer information now your customers are the per- are the people who build your business if you don't have a good relationship with your customers your businesses are at risk so what you should do is protect their information it is in your best interest to protect customers information don't just put it on your platform to say okay this person named this 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 with the bank account number this 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 and the code this purchase um goods uh purchase this and that from this platform at this time on this day from this country like seriously don't do that that is revealing too much information about the customer what about customer um the customer's privacy what about the customer's account being hacked i mean think about all of that or the customer's information being used by mischievous people for mischievous reasons you should think about protecting your customer information that's why you need to train your employees so they know how it's done i'm not into i'm not good at technology so i can give you advice on that maybe one day i'm gonna invite a fintech expert and they're gonna explain to you how you can go about it and then use encryptions codes this are very very necessary you shouldn't have access to an account if you do not have a code and it shouldn't be a simple code like one two three four five six seven no that's a boring code it shouldn't be your date of birth i mean come on anyone can guess that right especially if they know you have an account there or on an account on that platform it should have uppercase letters lowercase letters numbers and even apostrophe like commas punctuation did i say apostrophe <laughs> i meant punctuation like commas semicolon you know punctuate apostrophe apostrophe is a type of punctuation so it should have that your password that's what i'm talking about your password should have all of that so the platform should be encrypted and next maintenance now this you should not bluff with always maintain your platform always check it out what is going uh, wrong where do i need to adjust what do i need to update always check it out again i am not an expert in financial technology but one of these days i will invite a financial tech a fintech expert to talk to you about online payments and how you can protect yourself. For now, I'm just giving you the tips that are available for anyone who is interested uh, in online payment or interested in integrating online payments to your business, which I, of course, think is a good idea. So we're going to pack our bags out of the studio. But before I leave, I have a special announcement to make. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah.
man for me and love is my one gonzo We proud of who we are Thank you so much for listening to your favorite program, This Vince Business, another day on Clack FM 94.5. I'm so happy to have you listening all the time, and I'm so happy to share with you interesting, amazing, entertaining, educative, and inspiring content all Saturday every saturday if you were not opportune to listen to the program from the beginning it's okay tomorrow is another day same time from 9 a.m to 10 a.m you can listen to the program or you have church okay tuesday or thursday from 4 p.m you can still catch up and listen to this particular episode of the program and if you want to listen to it over and over and over again every time then you should go on our Facebook page at This Means Business, like our page, leave your comments, your suggestions, and any question you want to ask, we respond ASAP. We are going to get back to you. And if you want to talk about your business, it is possible we can talk about your business right here on the show, tell people the benefits, tell people the change you're trying to make, and make the country great again because we're all about development aren't we so make sure you do all of what i told you whether tuesday or thursday from 4 p.m you should listen to the program and you should tune in next saturday for more interesting interesting content and also before i leave let me remind you the team keeping you company marcella moko was here for uh, General Supervision, Richard Unanina, coordinates the program. And Josiane Moini, also, my chiopi, like I said earlier on, she's always given her moral support to this program to make it grow, to make it the best, to make sure that I'm giving you nothing but the best. And at the technical board, we had no other person but Michelle Isumba, who knows, who has great taste in music and gives us just the perfect digest for this show and of course my humble lovely self makibi gertrude bisangetang i'm glad to be here i'm glad you're there and i hope to see you soon from my end bye bye